0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So you ever see that crazy movie, World War Z, World War Z, the zombie movie? Yeah, yeah, zombies, I get it, the whole thing. Obviously a movie, goofy, kind of silly, but I like zombie movies, whatever. At one point in the movie, the guy's like, yeah, nobody thinks anything's going to happen until it does. I got to tell you, I'm getting that sinking feeling that that guy in the goofy movie may have been onto something, especially with China and World War III. Ah, come on, Dan, that's crazy. Is it? You sure? Because we did that show last week about what an invasion by China would look like that blew up. I think we kind of laid it out with facts. And the facts are in front of us right now that somebody's preparing for something. Pay attention, or you can ignore it at your own peril. Don't go anywhere. It's a busy show today. Today's show brought to you by our friends at MyPillow. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 is a patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with brand new fabric that's made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0, buy one, get one free offer with the promo code DAN. The MyPillow 2.0 is machine washable and dryable. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature regulating technology, is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. If you thought the original MyPillow was comfortable, get a load of this one. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square to receive the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one and get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, better MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. You won't be disappointed. Enter promo code DAN or call 800-637-4982 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Sleep better. Sleep's important. MyPillow 2.0. MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Square. All right, Joseph, let's go. It's showtime, Dano. We're off. Just a quick note, because I'll forget if you'd like to submit questions for tomorrow's Friday, Ask Dan Anything Show, go to Locals, my Locals account. I'm at D. Bongino and uh, put a post up, questions for Dan and True Social at D. Bongino. There'll be a post up there too. submit your questions. Hopefully we'll get to them tomorrow. So is China preparing for World War III? The answer is I hope to the hell not. They're not. Because I don't like the idea of World War III. Joe, Gee? anyone? War, bad. No, not a fan either. I'd rather sit here, do my podcast, watch my daughter play flag football, watch my eldest uh, daughter in college, enjoy her time in college. I'd rather not be looking at starvation, nuclear annihilation, war, uh, killing people, people killing us, the threat of people killing us and us having to threaten to kill other people. I really don't like that idea. And you probably wouldn't either. Unfortunately, the Chinese Communist Party, I don't believe, feels the same way. Are they preparing for World War III? What would an invasion look like? Ladies and gentlemen, I covered that last week. And folks, the threat of an EMP attack, an electromagnetic pulse attack, detonated by a balloon in our atmosphere and a nuclear weapon attached to it, is very real. I had state senator from Texas, Bob Hall, on my radio show yesterday. He'll be on my Fox show again this weekend, Saturday at 9 o'clock. Don't miss it. He talked extensively about how easy this is to do. China just, did they not just show us how easy it is to infiltrate our airspace with a balloon and nothing happened? Did, did anybody miss that? And well, how, how difficult for them would it be for them to attach a nuclear payload, to detonate it, and to basically wipe out every electronic device you have? Everything. Nothing would work. Water filtration plants, nuclear plants, nothing would work. Energy plants, Nothing. God forbid your 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 parent need your your parents or something need supplemental oxygen that has to be plugged in. At nothing works. State Senator Hall brought up an, uh, a, a fascinating, for all the wrong reasons, point. He's like, you detonate an EMP in the atmosphere, or a couple of them over the United States, you wipe out ninety percent of the population, probably within six weeks. You got about ten percent of us left. Chinese wouldn't even need to invade. Military facilities would probably be broken. Chaos would break out. There's a possibility of desertions. Invade, they just walk in and take everything. He brought up the point that they're not going to nuke the United States because they need the food. They need the farmland. They can't feed themselves. They just walk in and take it. Folks, the time to prepare for this is now. Now, why am I bringing this up? Again, Oh, conspiracy theory, whatever, man. I don't even care anymore. I spent my entire life in the preparedness field trying to prevent both Republican and Democrat presidents from being attacked or anything happened to them. I got paid to think about crazy things that might never happen. You know why? So they would never happen in real life. And you know what I get paid to do now to tell you the truth, that the signs are everywhere, that something's going on. A friend over at Fox, Tucker Carlson, addressed this new Russia-China symbiote how China and Russia, who've been historical enemies, by the way, look at the you know, look at history. You'll see that yourself. Have been historical enemies in many cases. All of a sudden, seem to be teaming up like the, the, the like the perverse wonder twins, and they're up to something. Tucker addressed this uh, the other night. Check this out. Interview with a German newspaper today. The Ukrainian President Zelensky casually mentioned that. Oh, by the way, the entire world may soon go up in flames. Quote. If China aligns itself with Russia, there will be a world war. There will be a world war if China aligns with Russia. Who could say something like that calmly? Since, as we just told you, China is aligned with Russia. It's already happened. That's not speculation. It's a fact. And as a result of that fact, according to Zelensky himself, hundreds of millions of people will die. No big deal. As long as we take Crimea. I mean, you have Zelensky in Ukraine already talking about this China-Russia alliance. Uh, Folks, again, I'm just going to ask you a simple question. Are you really confident in that ridiculous expression, your heart of hearts? But are you really confident that a U.S.-EU alliance with the Germans who don't even want to fight now, like the Russians, right? An EU alliance that hasn't spent money on their military, the European Union, significant amounts of money in decades. Are you really confident a U.S.-EU alliance would win in a fight with Iran, Russia, and China? I think the odds are in our favor. But are you really confident? Because if we lose, it's over. And are you really confident knowing they could fly a balloon over our territory with an EMP, wipe out about 90% of our population? wipe out our entire electrical grid, and basically have us helpless to respond? Folks, the signs are everywhere. Remember this article from a couple of weeks ago, February 2nd, 2023? It's in the newsletter today. I suggest you read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's free. You can follow it. Check this out. U.S. General's gut feeling of war with China sparks alarm over predictions. Leaked memo forecasting a Taiwan Strait conflict in 2025 triggers a debate about undisciplined comments. This guy was a four-star general, folks. He said, quote, his gut told him that we'd be at war with China in 2025. He was uh, kind of like disciplined for this. His name is General Mike Minahan. He's only the head of U.S. Air Mobility Command. Predicted a war with China by 2025. Why do you think he said that, Joe? You think he was bored on the weekend playing Scrabble? He was missing a word, and the word came up. Oh, war, yeah. China. There you go. I think yeah. he knows something we don't. You th- oh, you maybe you think so? You think you you think you think he's been briefed in on things? Joe and I listen. Joe and I have got some pretty good sources. Yeah. but I'm pretty confident General Mike Minahan knows a lot more than we do. I'm pretty confident. You agree, Joe? Yeah, I'd say so, Dan. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been. I haven't been sitting in on those briefings. You think that was just a slip of the tongue, four star general? Yeah, we're going to be at war by 2025. Do you find it strange too the eagerness of the administration to squash that all of a sudden? No, 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 undis- undisciplined comment, man's undisciplined. What about this one, folks? Again, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm just reporting to you what's happening. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to frighten you. There's a pretty good chance that hopefully this will not materialize into World War III. Unfortunately, if there is a 5 to 10% chance that it will, which would result in potential nuclear annihilation and the death of me, my kids, my family, any future kids my kids would have and your kids too, I think we should know about it. Wall Street Journal, February 2023. China's Xi Jinping plans a Russia visit as Putin wages war in Ukraine. Again, what do you think they're doing over there? Campfires? S'mores maybe? Chatting about the uh, Yankees' uh, Garrett Cole next season. See if he's up for it. Maybe chatting about the Super Bowl. Here. Ch- here's another one. Yeah, but folks, the list goes on and on. Uh, uh, notice how I'm using a variety of different outlets from all sides of the political spectrum to show you that this isn't some right-wing conspiracy theory. These things are actually happening. U.S. Sun. China's learning from Putin's Ukraine disaster. As the regime prepares for an all out Taiwan blitz to cut off the island from the US. Ladies and gentlemen, they are learning all the wrong lessons, China, from the Ukraine disaster. There is a school of thought I, be- I believe is wrong. I could be wrong. It's my opinion, though. I'm telling you it's my opinion. I'm speculating. But there's a school of thought out there that China is learned from the Ukraine disaster. And China is saying, oh, you know what? We better not invade Taiwan. Look, Russia couldn't even do a land invasion into Ukraine, which it shares a border with, we'd have to cross the Strait to Taiwan, making it geometrically more difficult to get in there. We better not do that. No, I don't think that's what's happening at all. I think China learned from the Vladimir Putin incident that if you're going to do it, you have to, you have to blitzkrieg immediately. Missiles, land, air, everything. I think he thought Vladimir Putin got too cocky used only pieces of his army that he could have used. And I think Xi Jinping Jinping is figuring out that if he's going to do it, he better do it all at once. EMPs, balloons, taking out electrical grids, sea, air, land, all at one time. If he's going to do it, he better go for it all at once. I think they're learning the exact opposite lesson some people want you to think they're learning from Ukraine. It's not... Not to do it, it's how to do it, air quotes, better, meaning worse for us. Signs are everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Washington Examiner, just read the signs. Farewell to arms control. Lawmakers decry Vladimir Putin's suspension of the last treaty standing. Folks, this is a particularly sensitive topic because I was there no, literally there, when this treaty was st- signed, the New START Treaty. I was in Prague, standing right there as the lead advance agent, when Barack Obama and Medvedev from Russia tr- assigned the New START Treaty by imposing limitations on certain types of nuclear weapons. I was there, like right there when it happened. Vladimir Putin just decided to suspend it. Putin wasn't abiding by it anyway. But again, why do you think he suspended it? Because he's just kidding around? Listen, Vladimir Putin is a global terrorist and a thug. But Vladimir Putin is not a faker. Putin said he was going to invade Ukraine, and he did it. Now he's making sure that we don't inspect their nuclear stockpile, that he wasn't abiding by much anyway and making a big public spectacle of suspending a nuclear arms treaty with the United States. Again, Joe, in some limited circles, we'd call that something. We'd call that a clue. Clue. Now, you may be saying, I don't know, Dan. You think China and Russia are going to join forces? EMP attacks over the United States, World War III, global apocalypse. That sounds kind of crazy. You're just another one of those right-wing nuts. Am I? Because you think if China was looking to dial down the pressure, Joe, then they would do what? They would dial down the pressure. But it's weird because they're not doing that. Right? That's really strange. Like, there's a way to dial it down. And the way to do it is to dial it down. But they're not. They're dialing it up. Wall Street Journal. China, Russia, and the U.S. red line on Ukraine. So after the balloon incident over the United States, which caused uh, international chaos, to say the least, and showed how feckless the Biden administration is, You think China would say, ah, listen, sorry, blew off course. My bad. Do a Nelson Mons. Eh. eh. That's not what happened. Tony Blinken, our Secretary of State, said after a meeting with one of his counterparts in China that China offered no apology for sending the balloon into our airspace and over our military sites. They didn't. Joe, does that sound apologetic to offer no apology? No. It it sounds like the No, no, right? It sounds like the opposite. Oh, okay, just checking. Mr. Wang from China reinforced the point in his public remarks in Munich, chastising us. They sent the spy balloon over our sensitive military sites, and they're flipping us the middle finger, calling us absurd and hysterical? Dang that Wang. That, that Wang, man. <laughs> Dang Wang. him. That Wang. He also blamed the U.S. for being an obstacle to peace in Ukraine. Oh, this is interesting. Mr. Wang was headed to Moscow after the Munich oh, meeting oh, as Biden was oh, going to Kiev. Man. Another one of those head scratchers. Ooh, itchy scalp today. Again, don't worry, folks. Nothing's nothing's going to happen. Don't don't sweat it at all. Nothing to worry about here. You know, Nassim Taleb, whether you like him or not, he's, I don't know, his tweets lately have been a little. But his book, The Black Swan, is a fascinating one. It's one of my favorites. I used to drive Joe crazy with it. And the thing about these black swan events, rare events, I mean, how many black swans have you seen in your lifetime? Probably none. But the thing about these black swan events is you have to measure them based on probability and outcome, right? If the probability of World War III with China is, say, 1%, one out of 100, that's pretty low, correct? I don't like those chances, 1%. If I'm like, hey, you get a million dollars, 1% chance. I'd rather have a 90% chance. However, if it's a 1% chance, and that 1% chance actually happens, and then it results in global annihilation, we should probably take the 1% a little more seriously than it was of a 1% chance of, say, a cockroach being caught in your kitchen cabinet. I'm just going to throw that out there. Right before we came on the air, by the way, I mean, right before we came on, this happened. Remember that warning from the general in the beginning, the four-star general saying, hey, uh. I think we could be going to war by with China by 2025, which I don't know about you. Again, I just take seriously four-star general. And I mean, what the hell does that guy know? This just popped. U.S. to expand its true presence in Taiwan for a training exercise against the China threat. It's bananas. It's almost like they know something we don't. Listen. Ignore these warning signs at your own peril. Nobody thinks any of this is going to happen until it does. My conversation with the state senator from Texas yesterday, he was a real expert on this EMP stuff. I asked him, What should we do? And he stated the obvious. Unfortunately, it's not obvious to everyone. Folks, get prepared now. The best day of your life is the day your firearms, your ammunition, your emergency food, your water filtration, your emergency water supply, your emergency food cabinet, your medicines you prepared for in an emergency. The best day of your life is the day you die in your 90s, a glorious death with your kids around you, all saying how much they loved you and you saying how much you love them, living such a great life. And you tell them, hey, listen, there's a big preparedness closet in my house. I didn't use any of it. So you guys can either keep it or chuck it. That's the best day of your life. The worst day of your life is in the 1% chance or less that this stuff and these warning signs are real, that this actually happens. An EMP goes off. You find yourself with no water, no food, no weapons to defend yourself, and the Chinese Communist Party waltzes into the United States as 9 out of 10 of us die, and you're sitting there a subjugant to the Chinese Communist Party and their new U.S. gulags. Ignore the warning signs at your own peril. I'm not, I'm not ignoring them. I'm going to tell you that. All right, I got more. Unfortunately, the rest of the world sees weakness in us, China too, and that's what has me really concerned. I'm going to get to some of that later. Biden and, and our, they know our media is going to do nothing to tell you the truth either. The world knows that. That's what makes us, the likelihood of World War III even more likely. Uh, I got some video coming up of that next. Biden and the media just kissing his ass relentlessly. It's pathetic over his Ukraine trip. Folks, today's show brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile's emerges one of the leaders in the parallel economy and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. It means if you're with the big three and you like the service but you hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile's America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering broad nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Plus, they don't just offer service for consumers. They have great business plans for almost any size company. Switching's easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com Dan or call the 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. There's no reason not to give them a try, so make that switch today. patriotmobile.com Dan, patriotmobile.com Dan. Don't wait. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. Again, folks, unfortunately, the rest of the world uh, sees Joe Biden as nothing more than a rotting bag of oatmeal. They see him as weak. Trump, we had the opposite problem. They saw him as crazy, which is good. Because if you're crazy, you're unpredictable. And if you're unpredictable, Joe, you don't want to poke the bear. Here's the bear. Don't poke him. Biden, they love poking him. They poke him, tickle him, play with his hair. I think he's a little joke. And they know our media will cover up for him. They see what we see. Him tripping up the stairs, can't even follow a red carpet, stumbling over his words. They see his son doing corrupt deals with just about every major enemy of the United States on Earth. They see this. They know how weak he is. And instead of our media exposing it and preparing the American people for the damage it could be done by taking advantage of a weak president, what does our media do? Our media covers right up. Listen to the ass-kissing hat-tip Graby and our good friend Tom Elliott over there. The ass kissing about Biden's trip over to Kiev. The guy's like a war hero now. He's like uh, General Patton. Here, take a listen. Joe Biden has put solidarity ahead of his own personal safety. Air raid sirens and no real guarantee of security. Has air raid sirens blared? This was incredibly dramatic, Andrea. It was historic as well. Historic. Timely. And brave, the first American president to go to a war zone with no U.S. military presence for security on the ground. American presidents have made dramatic trips before: Nixon to China, Kennedy, Reagan to the Berlin Wall, and presidents have visited U.S. troops in war zones, but never like this. To find a, a day of this kind of presidential bravery in a war zone, you've got to go all the way back to 1864. With Biden's trip uh, to Europe, you know he is he is welcomed as not only the, the frankly the savior of Ukraine but also the savior of Europe as a whole. Folks, the international media, our international geopolitical enemies, they see this. Uh, They know the media will do whatever it can to make this guy look like everything he is. They have intelligence officials. They have intelligence officials that have infiltrated global media. Uh, Unfortunately, they see everything we're seeing. The media is not telling you the truth about just how weak the Biden administration is, and just how compromised him, Biden, Inc., and his family are, the enemies of the United States. Our enemies know this. Liberals in the United States don't. Here's what really happened. And I mean this, unfortunately, because I do, you know, I'm not trying to, it, winning a political argument at the cost of World War III is kind of like an the, the peak insanity, right? Here's what the world really sees. Here's Biden walking up the stairs to Air Force One. The guy can't seem to walk up a set of stairs. It's unbelievable. Here, take a look at this. You see, he's going up the stairs, almost there, almost there. Oh, oh there we go. I can't make it up. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Can't seem to make it up the stairs. It's like what? The second, third, fourth, 20th time. He's, can you please just hold on to the rail? Listen, I'm 48. Uh, I'm a lot younger than Joe Biden. I got a bad knee. Hold on to the rail, please. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not being funny. I don't want you to fall on your face. I wish ill will on no human being. And I really, would, I really hope and pray you stop falling on yourself walking up the stairs because our enemies see this, and it makes you look feeble. Now, of course, the media is painting him as uh, MacArthur, one of the great generals of our time. He's the Norman Schwarzkopf of our time. Here he is on the red carpet overseas on this last trip. Now, Joe, the thing with the red carpet, uh, you're kind of familiar with how it works, right? It's very yeah. technical. You're supposed to walk on it. That's why they, that's why they put it out. You gotta be careful. Um, you, <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden had a little bit of difficulty with the instructions. Here's the red carpet. Uh, try to stay on it. So they had to coach him through it. The whole world saw this too from our new uh, general Patton. Here, check this out. Listen, man. Uh, Again, it gives me absolutely zero pleasure to have to report to you that the President of the United States is not only, not only probably has a blackmail file 72 feet deep by China and other countries because of the dealings of his family and Biden Inc., uh, but that the man is so cognitively compromised, he doesn't even understand that the red carpet is out to walk on, not to look at. Our media covers for him. They cover for everything. They lie to you all the time. Listen to me. They lie to you all the time. They lie to you about everything all the time. It doesn't matter if it involves death, environmental disasters, World War III, Joe Biden, Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping, nuclear war, EMPs. They lie to you all the time. Trust nothing coming from them. I can prove to you that they lie to you all the time. I want you to watch what I'm talking about here. We're going to switch gears just a little bit. The Ohio rail disaster. What looks like one of the most significant environmental disasters in recent years. Train derailed, toxic chemicals, burned. They burned them, got in the air, got in the water supply. The extent of the damage, to be fair, we don't know. Unlike uh, liberals, I actually believe in science. We'll see what testing shows in the future. However, I want you to know Trust absolutely nothing coming out of the media. I want you to see and witness here one of the most grotesque things you're ever going to see in the media, the the disgusting CBS Evening News. Try to blame Donald Trump for the disaster. Now, nothing they say here is actually true, and I'm going to prove it to you in a minute. It took me about 10 minutes to discredit the entire thing. But proving to you again, they do nothing but lie to you all the time. Listen to him try to blame Trump for this. Check this out. The Trump administration rolled back rail safety regulations, including an Obama era proposal for technology that would have made all rail cars break at the same time. His administration also blocked efforts to require minimum crew sizes on trains. We're just going to require at least two people, at least two human beings on a train to make sure that we have that safety. Oh, so Donald Trump canceled some brake rule and they didn't want people on a train, and you're listening to that if you're a liberal moron, and you're like, oh my gosh, Donald Trump definitely did it. Those brakes would have changed everything, and it would have had more people, and would have stopped it, Joe. Which is interesting, because it took me, again, all of probably 10, 15, maybe less minutes to discredit and debunk all of that. It's almost as if what I told you about the uh, about Washington, D.C. and the media, that everything. Everything in Washington D.C. and the swamp and in the media is viewed through the lens of how does it hurt Donald Trump? It's almost as if what I told you is true. The Ohio disaster. How do we hurt Donald Trump with this? Right? Did you just see it? It's not again. It's not be. Uh, I told you. Who cares? Everybody. It's not something I made up. But do you see how it just happened? This has nothing to do with Donald Trump at all. He's not the president. He wasn't on the train. He doesn't own the train. He didn't derail the train. He didn't plant an explosive on the track. And yet the media is like, how do, we, how do we connect this to Donald Trump and do maximum damage? So they said there's some 2015 rule Donald Trump and his administration repealed about this braking system, somehow connecting it to this disaster. So I looked it up. I found this interesting Wall Street Journal article. Trump, edge and the East Palestine train derailment. So they're talking about the braking rule. And it turns out that this braking rule had more to do with environmental nuts trying to block energy production in the United States than it had to do with braking trains at all. They note the costly rule provided marginal safety benefits, but it would have advanced the left's anti-fossil fuel agenda. How's that? Brakes on trains? Well, first, as you know, the left wants to block pipelines so you don't get any oil anywhere and we all starve to death. I'm adding that part. It says, first, they block pipelines. Then they note the left wanted to make it prohibitively expensive to move that same oil by rail. Industry groups sued. Congress instructed the Transportation Department to reevaluate its analysis and the GAO to do an assessment. You see how there's always an agenda, and they lie to you, that the braking systems, which may have had some marginal benefit, had more to do with the left trying to make transporting oil on trains super expensive using these ridiculously expensive braking systems that it had anything to do with actually braking trains and stopping them? Oh, it gets better. So the GAO did some analysis on this rule Trump repealed, and he did repeal the rule. And it turns out they identified a myriad of problems with the government's cost-benefit analysis, and Trump rescinded the rule in 2018. Here's the kicker, folks. Remember, CBS News, use air quotes there, just told you or implied that Trump's pulling this braking rule, that this, this, was, this is connected. This is it. Here's the Wall Street Journal. By no means a far-right outlet, by the way. There's no evidence ECP brakes would have prevented the derailment. And the Obama-era rule wouldn't have applied to the Norfolk Southern train anyway because it wasn't classified as a high-hazard flammable unit train. Oh, that's interesting little... Well, tidbit they left they left out there wouldn't have even applied to that train even if it did apply as a rule it's almost as if the CBS Evening News is is, is lying to you it's, just, it's so so he's, Joe he's in shock over there he is in, uh, he's in, he was doing his yoga and he stopped in utter amazement that the CBS News would just blatantly lie to you that the breaking rule wouldn't have even applied to this train anyway Oh, it gets worse. What about blaming Trump about not having more people on the train? We needed three people instead of two on that train. I'll get to that in a second. It gets even better. Let me get to my next sponsor first. I, I just love it. It's so Really, they make it so easy. They're such freaking liars. It's just so easy. <sighs> Some good news. Today's show brought to you by what does it sound, uh What does it sound like when you find the secret to great skin care? Here's Mary and her husband from Faith, North Carolina to tell you, my husband and I both noticed that our skin is softer and smoother after having used the GenuCell products faithfully for a few weeks. Our skin looks brighter, our wrinkles look softer and less noticeable, and the bags under my eyes are less visible. So happy. Best of all, they're easy to use and apply, even for my husband. uh, GenuCell products can help target all your problem areas, like Mary's, plus dark spots, skin redness, and even sagging jawlines. GenuCell can work for men and women of all skin types, and with it as immediate effects, see results in 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. My mother-in-law is a huge fan of these products. The success stories are all true. All their products have been creating happiness since the first formulation by the founder over 20 years ago in a small New Jersey pharmacy. Right now, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off and includes their new probiotic extract moisturizer for visibly healthier, more youthful-looking skin, absolutely free with every most popular package order. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan, that's GenuCell.com slash Dan for surprise savings at checkout. And for a limited time, any subscription order includes a free beauty box plus free shipping. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com slash Dan. Check it out today. Don't wait. Thanks, genucel. So they blame Trump, saying it was some breaking rule that had marginal benefits at best and wouldn't have even applied to this train. But again, it is a CBS Evening News, so. Expecting honesty out of them is kind of hilarious. And then Buttigieg in the CBS Evening News said, well, listen, if they would have had, you know, more people on the train and definitely if they would have had uh, rail inspectors inspecting the rails, then that would have done it. That's interesting, too. Buttigieg said that he's like, gosh, we need these human inspectors, which is fascinating because there was a proposal out there for automated technology based inspectors that are more accurate, actually, than human inspectors. And they didn't want that because a lot of the unions wanted to keep those jobs. The journal notes, Buttigieg criticized Norfolk Southern and other railroads for deploying technology to inspect the tracks, which labor unions oppose. I don't know, Joe. I thought that technology was a good thing. Call me crazy. Oh, Dan, you defending Norfolk Southern? Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, you know me. All in for the big corporations. I'm not defending them at all. I'm simply defending the truth. They note automated inspections are more efficient. And can detect safety problems better and more quickly than the human eye. But Biden regulators limited the technology's use. And there's no evidence it contributed to the derailment. Listen, folks, I just do evidence and the truth and stuff. You have technology that can detect problems in the track and you choose not to use it because unions want human beings looking at it instead. And then, interestingly enough, you then go and blame Trump and others for not using technology that... May have had something to do with it or may not. Kind of strange, right? Here's the best one of all. They blame Trump saying, listen, Trump, he should have gone along with the unions. They need more people on these trains. Three people, not just two. Oh, this is just glorious. Buttigieg threw the, because Buttigieg is just a loser and a moron and a man with no human dignity whatsoever. The journal notes Buttigieg claimed the accident supports the need for union back regulations requiring Joe a minimum of two crew members on the trains. If they just would have had two, Joe, uh, the union's right. If they just would have had two members, none of this would have ever happened. If Woody would have went right to the police. Here's the problem, folks. Technology is making it safer and more efficient to operate freight trains with one worker in the cab, as many passenger trains do. Regardless, here's the kicker: the East Palestine train. Had three crew members. Oh. So the unions want two. Due to technology, they can probably deal with one. Buttigieg is blaming Trump and everyone else for not having two when they actually had, oh, three. Again, itchy scalp today. Trump definitely did it. By the way, here's why they're really mad. President Trump showed up in East Palestine uh, while Pete Buttigieg was, he was on personal time, fellas, personal time, he was taking some time to do his thing, as he told the reporter. A man so utterly unqualified for his job, he makes Kamala Harris look like Napoleon. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, it was on his personal time, finally made it this morning over to East Palestine, conveniently after Trump humiliated him and showed up there himself. And uh, this was one of the reactions uh, in a McDonald's where he calls out boot edge edge directly. Check this out. They're systematically destroying our country and it's a shame. And boot edge edge should have been here already. Good for him. Trump's not the Department of Transportation secretary, but he managed to beat the Department of Transportation secretary there who's trying to blame Trump, which is absolutely hilarious when you think about that. Why are they also furious? Well, they're furious at the reception Trump received yesterday. I want you to watch this. I, if you're listening on audio only, you can hear it. And I want you to listen to the reaction of the people. When President Trump showed up in East Palestine with water and some supplies for them, while the Biden administration, outside of the EPA administration, Reagan, uh, almost no one has showed up to do a damn thing. And Biden's over in Ukraine. Uh, walking off and not on the red carpet, tripping over himself, getting up the stairs. Here's the reception uh, President Trump received. They are so mad at this. They are like foaming at the mouth. Take a listen. Thank you, sir. sir. Mr. Trump, oh, Trump. Trump. Oh, what do you make it about Biden not showing up, you showing up before he did? Trump. Oh, Trump. Thank you so much oh, for coming. Uh, Get nice him out of you your- here. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> oh, Trump, take a picture of my The <laughs> There he is. There he is. Trump, take a They are absolutely furious, furious about that. You think Biden and Buttigieg, you think they're uh, going to get the, uh, you think they're going to get the same reception? Budajed. Buttigieg. Buttigieg showed up with a hard hat and some glasses with some DOT people who were probably pre-vetted in advance or some locals pre-vetted in advance. You think Budajed is going to plunge himself into a crowd shaking hands? No, because they're going to give him an earful. They'll do it respectfully. These are American citizens. These are good and decent people. They deserve answers. But don't worry, Budajed has got some personal time. Listen, I told you, every single thing in D.C. is about how to get Trump. I, I don't know any other way to tell you. You think I'm crazy. It's fair. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm telling you, I haven't studied this business for over a decade of my life. These people are obsessed with Donald Trump. I'm going to show you something coming up next that, again, proves my point, that everything done in politics right now, anything of significance is done with the idea of how to take out Donald Trump. That's how afraid of them they are. Let me get to my last sponsor first, Helix. Gosh, I've been using Helix a lot lately. I have been getting, the last few nights, I think it's from catching up from all the surgery, the last few nights, I have slept like a champion. That's because of my Midnight Luxe mattress from helixsleep.com slash Dan. Today's show is brought to you by helixsleep.com. Especially as you get older, sleep is critical. That slow wave, deep sleep, that's when your body heals. That's when your growth hormones are released. Your body fixes itself at night. You're never going to get into that deep sleep if you're not comfortable. Get yourself a great mattress. Take the sleep quiz at helixsleep.com. I took it and was matched to the Midnight Lux. I love it. Helix knows everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models to match to your body type based on your sleep preferences. I'm a side sleeper, so I have the Midnight Lux. It works great for me. So comfortable. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You'll wake up feeling rested and refreshed. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix, H-E-L-I-X, is now offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners of this program. It's their best offer yet. So go today, helixsleep.com slash Dan, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's helixsleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts now, can start soon. Get that order in, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Thanks for a good night. Sleep last well night. So again, everything's about getting Donald Trump. Why else would the media put this person on television who I don't even know what to say about this, having been a, a law enforcement officer, you know, most of my adult life before I was in the conservative content production space. This is the foreperson of a grand jury in Georgia looking in our hilariously titled justice system because it's not a justice system; it's a get Trump system. Now it's a joke. Our justice system is a complete joke. Our FBI, our local justice systems—they're they're, seriously. There are some. There are some good ones left. We have a good one down here in South Florida. But outside of that, what's happening in Georgia and the potential indictment of Donald Trump and his team is an absolute embarrassment. Right? An embarrassment. This is the foreperson of a grand jury giving media interviews about. How they want to, they want to like look Trump in the eye to get him. This is insanity. Take a look. Did you personally want to hear from the former president? I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in. I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. Uh, Yeah you would think the media would be embarrassed to air something so crazy. Can you imagine if the situation were reversed and a conservative I assume jury four person in a Hunter Biden case was on TV talking about I need to get him we need to we need to look him in the eye Biden and I mean this is insanity. Ladies and gentlemen, are we in some kind of like third world republic? I mean are we all gonna have to stand in line? As Biden, uh, you know, walks down a a modern day red square in Broadway and like salute him and pop to attention and clap like North Korea soon. The hell is going on here? This case should be immediately thrown out. All these people should be sanctioned. This is an absolute embarrassment. We got an out of control, crazed FBI we talked about yesterday. We've got grand juries over the, you know, all over the United States prosecuting Trump and his team for free parking. We got a four person talking about, oh, I need to look him in the eye, and you do. Justice is blind. It's a freaking joke. Not to her. She wants to look him in the eye. She's not blind. Folks, trust nothing from this hack media. Absolutely nothing. I want to cover one last topic before we go today because it's important and get to a 2024 update. It's going to be quick. Listen, I'm going to put this out there in advance. I understand. I fully understand that this topic bothers a lot of you. I get a lot of feedback on it, and a lot of people are very upset. I think they wish I just wouldn't cover it as if the problem is going to go away, but I refuse to do that. One of the most important government programs we have right now is Social Security for a number of reasons. The men and women that rely on it are past their working years. They can't just go back to work tomorrow and start laying bricks, okay? They've already done that. They were the greatest generation. Many of them fought in world wars. Many of them fought in Vietnam. Many of them gave pieces of themselves. And let me tell you something, not to hurt anyone's feelings, but people in their 70s, 80s, and 90s worked a lot harder than you and I did. I think, Joe, you'd agree with that. Yeah, they I didn't would. have the benefits of computer technology, ro- all the fancy robotics and AI. When you were on an assembly line, that was you putting that stuff together, not some robot helping you. They busted their ass, and they were made a promise by the government. You bust your ass and give us some money, we'll do something to take care of you via this program, sold Social Security when, they, when you get older. I'm sorry to inform you again for the thousandth time that the program is broke. In 10 years, maybe less, the program will be insolvent. Meaning there's not going to be enough money in the trust fund to pay you. Meaning there's going to be an automatic cut in Social Security. So the do nothing plan is a cut. Everybody needs to understand that. The let's do nothing about Social Security plan is a 20% cut. That is indisputable math. Whether you agree with it or not is candidly irrelevant. Now, if we do something now, we could potentially fix this. For people, say, 55 and younger. I've said it over and over. Nobody wants to do anything. And the president, Biden, seeming to imply that if we just tax people who make $400,000 a year or more, we can save Social Security, is an absolute mathematical fairy tale. Brian Rydell, James Freeman covers it in his column, but Brian Rydell is a really smart guy. He's a great math guy when it comes to budgets. He notes that this is a fairy tale. That the president's implication that full Social Security benefits can be paid without raising taxes for 98% of families has no basis in mathematical reality. He notes this, right? Imagine Congress lets the Trump tax cuts expire. In other words, they hike taxes. Applied Social Security taxes to all wages, not just at the limit, everything. Doubled the top two tax brackets to 70 and 74%. Imagine that. Hiked investment taxes. Wow, this sounds bad. Impose Bernie Sanders' 8% wealth tax on assets over $10 billion and a 77% estate tax on estates valued more than a billion and raise the corporate tax back to 35%. Combine federal income, state, and payroll tax, marginal tax rates. They'd approach 100%, by the way, if they did all that, meaning basically the economy would collapse. And here's the kicker well, at least it would solve the Social Security problem. Uh, no, it wouldn't. America would face among the highest wealth estate, and corporate tax rates in the developed world. And it's still, here's the kicker, still wouldn't solve, still wouldn't solve the entitlement crisis. We still wouldn't have enough money to make Social Security and Medicare solvent. We still wouldn't have enough. That's if we do nothing. Now, I bring that up because... Socialists like Bernie Sanders are always talking about Sweden. Right, Joe? We love Sweden. Sweden's a model. Socialist Sweden. They're not socialists, by the way. They love themselves some Sweden, which is interesting because Sweden had the same problem with their public retirement system a long time ago. You know what they did? This is crazy. It seems like all the socialists love Sweden until Sweden does something that actually works. And then they hate Sweden. Here, how Sweden saves Social Security. Wall Street Journal. Sweden introduced partial privatization of the kind the American left the rides as a Republican plot to gamble our money away in the stock market. The Swedish government withholds about 2.3% of wages and puts it into individual pension accounts. Workers then choose up to five different funds where they can invest the money according to their own risk preferences and can change them at any time for free. So what happened? Was the Swedish system wiped out, Joe? Privatized? Gambling money in the stock market? It's not exactly what happened, folks. Dopey commenters, I added the dopey part, claim that this privatization would mean pensions would be lost in a financial crash. Well, that ignores the fact that money isn't invested or which you're on at the same time, meaning the performance in a single year isn't crucial. The returns from a normal income pension are around 2% per year. But from the private accounts, the average Swede is made an impressive average return of roughly... 10% a year since its inception in, inception in 1995, even despite the dot-com crash, the financial crisis, and the pandemic. Joe, I'm going to throw some hard math at you. Yeah, um, man. Would you prefer, if you had a retirement account, mm-hmm. a 10% return or a 2% return? You can take your time if you need. If you need to do some math yeah, and calculate. Uh, I'll go with the 10. 10. Okay. I'll go with the You'll 10. 10. Yeah. You'll go with the 10. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. It's funny how they love... Sweden, until Sweden does something that actually works. Remember this gem by Joy Reid, by the way? Joy Reid, was too stupid to realize that the social security actuaries have already admitted that we have a decade left until it goes insolvent. And then she called privatization, privatization stock market gambling, not realizing that the Swedes are getting 10% while you're getting nothing because it's going bankrupt. Here's Joy Reid openly lying in a debate with Congressman Byron Donalds, a good congressman from Florida, where he absolutely destroys... Her silly stupidity. Check this out. My friend Jody Arrington, who's going to chair budget, he wants to look into the budget and also look into entitlements. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? It is not going to be. That is not true. That is actually not true. No, it's actually not true. It's actually not true. It's actually not true. But it's actually not true. Financial community. That's actually not true. Social Security will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not Should true. Should we not prepare that is not for true. that? What the Republican Party and what the Tea Party have proposed is privatizing Social Security, which would actually subject Social Security to the whims of the market, which I don't think that people, that's not what they the paid into. No, the, if no, you look at the returns not, of the s and That's not true. Girls are the devil. <laughs> don't make me laugh. My stomach still hurts. My abdominal wall is still torn open. Sorry, bro. I'm like trying to hold it in. It, the whims of the market, you'd rather subject it to the whims of the government where it's already insolvent in 10 years and you're going to take a 20% cut. Okay. Just keep doing stupid. You guys do it really well on the left. All right. Let me just do a quick 2024 update. Let me skip ahead. Is uh, Tim Scott in? Is Tim Scott jumping in the race? Republican Senator from South Carolina. We know Vivek Ramaswamy, tech entrepreneur. Uh, He's a, uh, he's a friend disclosure. I'm invested in his fund. You should know that. Uh, Vivek jumped in yesterday, too. Disclosures are important. I invest in Strive. I believe in uh, anti-ESG investing all the way. I put my money where my mouth is. He's in as well. He's announced. Tim Scott was uh, in Iowa, apparently, which is kind of strange, meaning that he's uh, from South Carolina. If you're not running for president, you probably don't show up in Iowa giving speeches about creating converts to conservatism. Folks, I'll say it again. Uh, I'm not going to beat it to death. I spoke about it on the Fox show. I spoke about it last week. Do not sweat primaries. They are really, really good things. The evidence is everywhere. We won the presidency in 2016 with Donald Trump after what? A bruising primary. Don't sweat primaries. The more, the merrier. And I'll say last, uh, this Politico article uh, is in the newsletter today. You should read it. The Senate map in 2024 is ugly for the Democrats. But for voters in these three states, you're going to be the keys for us. West Virginia, Ohio, and Montana. These fake moderates, Manchin, Sherrod Brown, and John Tester, from West Virginia, Ohio, and Montana, respectively, have got to go. These are red-leaning states. There is not one single reason you should be voting, if you're a Republican, an Independent, or even a conservative Democrat, for these crazed lunatics. They are all radical leftists. They have voted as such. They're up in 2024. They all need to go. These are three Senate seats that should be pickups for us. You know what, one, I got to throw this one last sort of dare. One of the reasons, by the way, I always apply the you bon rule, especially to stories like this, you know, wait 24 to 72 hours before reporting on something, is because it typically turns out to be nothing. I saw this story the other day, like, Joe, mystery sphere floats onto a beach in Japan. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> the alien invasion. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go again with this story. Did you hear the story? Folks, it was like just a round thing. And it was like this big panic. Oh my gosh, what could this be? Is it a bomb? Is it an alien? Is it a big microbe from another planet? Uh, yeah, it was a buoy. It wasn't. An... <laughs> it was Oh, an... How the mystery of Japan's bizarre giant sphere has been solved. Device that caused panic and forced the beach to be evacuated could be common marine equipment. Yeah, I got to stop. I got to wrap it up. I, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Apply the Bongino rule, and I'll never let you down. Please, if you could do me a favor, because we were off Monday and Tuesday, we dropped a little bit on the charts. I uh, really appreciate you subscribing to the podcast and following. In addition to listening, it is absolutely free. However, as I say all the time, for some crazy reason, the top charts go by subscriptions and follows, not necessarily listens. So if you could click that follow button and subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, and at rumble.com slash Bongino, click that follow button. I would deeply appreciate it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard Dan Bongino.